you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Welcome to a bonus episode of the friend zone, sponsored by none other than our fave Target Black Target. we missed you guys we're back we actually Mm -hmm. wanted to have a pretty quick conversation just to kind of ease us into the new year about how we felt about the past couple of years and if that has affected how we're going into this new year of 2023 Mm -hmm. I I wanted to ask you guys actually just to start off and kind of kick the conversation you know back in 2019 I feel like it made people get scared (laughs) to celebrate the new year (laughs) moving forward because of how unpredictable 2020 ended up being for us, where we really Mm -hmm. were sideswiped. Like, no one saw it coming. Do y'all feel that that changed how you now move forward with celebrating the new year or no? 100%. You know, New Year's always was my favorite holiday anyway. Always. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you guys it's my favorite because it's so hopeful. Everybody's in a good mood. But after 2020, nothing <laughs> is for sure. Okay. So ain't that something? <laughs> it definitely yeah. changed it. I've definitely seen the change. I feel the change. I feel like everybody used to be so like up in arms, like, oh, you know, it's about to be New Year's. Like I have to get myself together. I have to figure out what the party's gonna be, like vision board parties, you know what I'm saying? But I just don't see that same energy, like as far as like everybody's concerned, but I feel like everyone is holding on to it like for themselves, trying to figure out how to like find themselves in it, especially over the past couple of years. I agree. And I think people are just scared to have any expectations at this point, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. because of quarantine, which lasted what? Two years. Too long. <laughs> okay. Yes. Basically it, two years of solitude. Two years of solitude of whatever plans you had being completely nixed and I think like you said Dustin that it just changed how you move forward but I still I still try to maintain some of that New Year's hope you know like I still do my prayers I I feel Mm -hmm. like I still do my meditations and I still try my best to maybe not set such specific goals but more Mm -hmm. so like intentions for how I Mm -hmm. want the New Year to feel you know like what are some things that like I'm looking forward to expanding on as a person, as opposed to like, I need to have this amount of money or I need this and this opportunity. Cause like we saw you tell Nothing, God you your plans and, he says, <laughs> and God will tell my, you well, it. I guess not a beer. <laughs> well, beer is holy probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> he made you know it all. Funny, friend? Uh, that's <laughs> literally how last year was, well, the year before last was for me. Um, mm-hmm. I really focused on how I, felt the year before and how I didn't want to feel moving forward in the, the coming Child. year. And that was really how I operated more so versus I feel like every year we do this, I'm like, well, I need to get my finances together. Like how every year someone's like, you know, I got to get my weight up. I'm like, I got to get my money up. So it's like every year that's what I'm thinking of. But this yeah. year I just more so felt like how I felt, how the money was going to make me feel as it came versus how yes. hard I was going to try to get the money. Cause I couldn't schedule anything because you know, it was the vid and then the pox came and mm-hmm. you know, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. I just didn't know what the water was going to be. So I was like, how am I going to feel while all of this is happening? 
that's really it and and i love that you said that because i think that's one of the things that i switched in how i view like expectations and resolutions where it's like instead of saying like i want this amount of money i would ask myself what will that amount of money bring me like why do i need that amount is it a safety issue Am I anxious about like my career not sustaining in the long run? Because you know we're creatives and mm-hmm, it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of ebbs and flows. It's volatile. You know, mm-hmm, it's one mm-hmm. month you're balling, next mm-hmm. month you scraping. So mm-hmm. it's like just um, feeling safe and trusting <laughs> that my gifts and my talents and and how I've continued to grow and be curious will always sustain me. Like even if it changes what that looks like. So I've learned to kind of look past the specifics and ask myself, like, what will that specific thing bring me? So then Mm -hmm. instead I'll ask for that feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, so instead of, yeah. So instead of like, I want this amount in my bank account, it's more so I want the safety that Mm -hmm. I'm looking for, you know, like I want the connection that I'm looking for. I want the trust that I'm looking for and that my life will always take care of me. So kind of going beyond the specifics that we most likely would put on a vision board, you know, which people like to put the specific house, specific car. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like putting myself in a predicament to like cause myself harm. Right. Right. With my thoughts, with my, my, my concerns for the future, with my (laughs) opinions on my personal performance throughout the year, all that other stuff. I'll spend a lot of time because I've been, incessantly pursuant of like professional growth and professional opportunity. I've been really, really hard on myself. And I just realized that I've always kind of, you know, um, casually just, you know, tossed aside any feel. I don't have to worry about that. You know, I don't have to worry about being hard on myself. I'm, this is how I was trained to go. Like, you know, I know that I need to work hard. I, I tell myself this is not a bad thing, but Sometimes like, and especially after the year that I've, the end of the year that I've had, like, I am no longer going to put unnecessary um, worry, angst, and anxiety on my plate. Just not going to do it. So Mm -hmm. um, I have learned the importance of prioritizing my focus, you know, Mm. focusing on like what really actually matters. And it's never been more important than it is at the beginning of the year for me. Because it's a fresh start of sorts. I know New Year's resolutions get a bad rap. <laughs> and, you know, and like we're talking right now, we're having a very nuanced conversation about readjusting what those even look like or are for us. But sometimes setting a benchmark of progress for yourself, setting a, um, a goalpost for yourself is a good thing. It's just yeah. about the way that you do it. Right. The way that you do it. And I love right. that you brought up asking specifically for the feelings or for the, what the real benefit is of you making that request of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's not about saying I want to save $250,000 this year in my savings. No, it's about saying I want the security so that I have the resources and and the time and the, the, the things that I need to go forward with this and go forward with new projects. So it's just, it's more than just, I need the money. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And, and I was reading, I wish I remember the book. I think it's called, uh, I'm going to, I don't even want to make it up, but it's by Marianne Williamson. Y'all remember her when she was mm-hmm. running for president? Girl, you yes. got to tell her, girl. What was she saying? <laughs> Sweet girl, darling, you have to get up off that. The way she was talking in those debates was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so she was a bit of a mess, but I'm a fan of her. <laughs> yeah, and don't play with her name because she. I'm a she, fan of her books because she is exactly. She's an incredible writer. I just, you know, she was trying something new. We we gotta let her have it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never forget in a book of hers. Gosh, I wish I remember. I think it had love in the title. I'll find it. But she was saying that when she would work with her clients, you know, in the spiritual realm. A lot of what tripped them up is that they'd create these um, this pressure on them for very specific things they needed to attain. And like you said, Dustin, it creates this anxiety. What happens if you don't attain that? Or like she would say in the book, what happens if you're so focused on this one thing that you don't see how much more is happening around you? That'll maybe be the long way or maybe be a better place for you to land you know and she was talking about this actor that was so stuck on this specific role he wanted that he passed up a bunch of other things that ended up being much better shows much better roles 
And he completely missed it because of that tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of what inspired me to be like, let me not put that kind of pressure on me for specifics. But I do agree that like progress Mm -hmm. is important and for me markers of progress and markers of progress for sure in different ways like you know i might not give myself a financial number i want to reach but i know that especially as a tourist we 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 like comfort you know so i like looking at my account sometimes me like i feel safe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that makes me feel safe that makes me feel comfortable or like the fact that i've been uh, taking on more personal projects like cooking more cultural foods and trying to tap yeah. into where I'm, you know, what islands I'm from and just kind of even connecting with that culturally and driving and taking more time to explore the new city I'm in, like with the nature that I have access to. So those are like personal projects. And I kind of feel like that's my goal for this next year is mm-hmm. to spend more time focusing on the personal things that I love and want to do as opposed to just business. And I wondered, actually, I was going to ask you, Dustin, with the passing of Frank, did that shift anything for you? I know you said it made you see things differently as far as what you were prioritizing, but did that shift how you view life moving forward? Like, is that informing how you're moving? Yes, very much so. And, and most notably so in, in the areas of like how I show up to my friendships, I really thought that I was doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? Mm, <laughs> if I'm telling the truth, that's funny. but there were certain things about the way that he was as my friend and the way that he let me know he wanted to be my friend that I'm taking with me mm. and that I'm going to use moving forward. Um, and I just value, I value connection more, more so now than ever. Um, so there will be no, you know, casual ignoring of text messages, and, you know, things <laughs> like real. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. watch my phone now and I'm going to respond wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing. Just moving forward, you know, there will be some changes made. So, yes, it's definitely informing me as I go forward. And it is the ultimate reminder because it's connected to something that is so bold and jarring in the experience right that is hard to ever forget sometimes you can have the best plans and the best intentions but with time and the things that you have to think about through life you never end up carrying it through this is attached to something that is so fresh for me mm-hmm. and it's going to remain fresh for such a long time that it will be the perfect self-check for me when it comes to what type of friend i'm being I'm not interested in silly disagreements. I'm not interested in, you know, none of that. Like, cause it's not worth it. What does a person mean to you in the long run? The value, you use those things as your meter of personal behavioral assessment, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a priority because this is this person to me and this person holds this sort of regard for me and to me. And that's just what it is. So it's just a, it's a really unfair uh, circumstance that I've decided to use as kind of my own uh, personal whipping boy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it'll, I get it'll it. get me together, so to speak. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's been the choice that I made with that. Because otherwise, I didn't want to spend this year really just stuck wallowing in the, you know, in the the, the valley of grief. I yeah. just don't, I don't want to do that. And so I know that this is something very real that I have to learn how to live around and how to learn how to understand it as a part of my life now. And so that's just the way that I've decided to go about doing so. So absolutely, to answer your question, it has definitely shaped, you know what I mean? Changed the way that I do things moving forward. Yes. Yeah. I mean, those types of impacts are always life altering. Forever echoing, forever just, just... reminding us of that experience and of what we have to do, what we can learn from those experiences and experiences like the one that I had with that loss that we've all suffered, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think you would be a fool to not be changed. You know what I mean? When you mm-hmm. life changes you and life experiences change you some for the bad and some for the good, but the older we get and the more that we, you know, created this collection of life experiences that we've learned from you start choosing the good more and you start choosing to allow things to have a great impact on you or a positive impact on you, even if they're negative in their own, in context, you know what I mean? You start using it for the good. So that's just where I'm at with that. 
And um, I didn't know how I'm still figuring it out day by day, to be yeah. honest with you. But I know the general direction that I'm taking this thing and that is to make it something that can have a positive outcome in my life as opposed to just being, you know, a big scab. <laughs> so, so yeah. And I'm sure Frank would want that, you know. I am too. I know that, that, that that's is... something he's probably going to be sending your way in every capacity too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. For sure. I want to just see, I, you know, everybody has their own beliefs and stuff. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of just, I'm hopeful and stuff, but I just, it would be really cool. And I guess everybody feels like that when they lose someone close to them, but it would be just cool to physically just be like, to hug them. You know what I mean? Or just to see them like, have you Have you asked for him to come to you? Mm -mm. You should. Because I'll be then flipped out. (laughs) (laughs) But see, the thing is, you'd be surprised how they choose to come to you. Remember I shared that video of Nedic uh, Mm -hmm. as the peacock at Mm -hmm. his own Mm -hmm. (laughs) burial in L.A.? Like, Mm -hmm. that was so funny to me because when they saw the peacock (laughs) coming out of nowhere, they're like, what? Like, how? How is there a peacock at the, at the burial site, the cemetery, excuse me, in L.A., randomly? And then as soon as his brother, Ryan, in the video said, you peacocking mother... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> That's mm-hmm. when Netic, it the, you, you know, the how do you call the it? Tail, the, feathers, the feathers, the tails mm-hmm. just, like, started vibrating. And I was like, this is surreal. Like, that you is just... Cr- that you is just, really... You never know the ways, you know, so it might not be the scary ways. I always say it, too. Don't come to me in a scary way because I'm scary. <laughs> yeah, like. Do it in a way that's, that's easeful from a spirit. You know, I'm still getting used to this transition. For sure. And I think it's just a reminder that your choices and decisions that you make matter. It just gives you a little bit more of a reason to care about, you know, what you do moving forward. Like, I yeah. really want to live a life that's fulfilled and, and brings me joy um, in a way that is formidable. You know what I'm saying? Like in a way that is, that is really meaningful. Mm-hmm. And so I've adjusted some of my personal goals, you know, I, I had mm, disconnected from, a, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had disconnected from a lot of like interpersonal relationships and just really align myself with being focused on my business, focused on, you know, just ignoring nurturing and fostering real connections with people, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm prioritizing that differently moving forward. Hmm. So I care about stuff now, you know, post, and it's only been what a month and I care about stuff almost a month, actually. I'm on the 22nd. It'll be a month. And I care about stuff that I didn't care about before. If that makes any sense without being too dismissive of others feelings, you know, but I care about stuff that, just wasn't that important to me before he died. Mm-hmm. I want to make people a, feel good the way he made after. me feel good, you know? And yeah, yeah. So that's that. So, yes. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. What about you, Asante? Did any things happen this year that altered your perspective for the next year? 2022 was filled with a lot of stuff. And initially at the top of the year, I was really focused on just wanting to feel better than how I'd been feeling. And although I don't feel like I reached that goal (laughs) as I'm sitting here, 
I was able to just really be still at a lot of different moments. Like mm-hmm. there were a lot of moments where I felt like not necessarily I was going to be out of control, but I just felt like things were getting out of control for me. And I was able to make it through those moments without like lashing out or doing anything excessive or crazy. And I'm very, very proud of myself for that. Cause sometimes when I feel like I'm backed in a corner, I react and I'm not, in, I'm not trying to react, but this year I did a very, very good job of not reacting or stepping out of character and I mm. also did a great job of like well, I've always been good at improving, right? But I feel like things that uh, like kept falling through, like maybe certain little projects, um, they would fall through, and then there was either something else better waiting for me around the corner, or there was somebody else that believed in me way more around the corner. Like it, it like it was crazy. Mm. Like I just remember the the year starting off one way, and then it ended a completely different way. Like even going in the summer. I felt like I needed, I, I felt kind of down going in the summer, but then thinking about like coming off of that and doing like the VMAs and the watch parties and stuff like that. Like it was just a really wild year. Like, um, I don't know. I just, it, it, the year blessed me in ways I didn't think that it was going to bless me. And I feel like every year does in some form or fashion, but I think more career wise, um, I really just was feeling it this year. And I just pray for that feeling more in the, in the coming years. Like I've always felt like, you know, we're creatives, we're artists in this industry, but outside of being that, like, w- like what else? And I always have, all, yes. like, even before coming, you know what I'm saying? And even, be- mm-hmm. be- even before coming into podcasting, like, I always had my perspective in music. I always knew what I wanted to do for artists or how I want to be of service to creatives. So it's like, you're asking what else, but you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. Like, yes, you could always be doing more, but like you're going the right way. You're moving in the right direction. You're going up. You're not going down. Like you're not doing as bad as you might feel like you are some days. Cause I don't think I'm doing a bad job often, but there are some days where I'm just like, mm, uh, really wish we could have did a little bit more there. But like when I've showed up, like, like I keep thinking about the MTV thing specifically because that moment, was just so crazy like <laughs> from the person that chose me to do it and, and from them feeling me from this platform from the people on set being familiar with us from other uh work from being able to execute the job well from being able to highlight yes. artists that you know I, I genuinely believe is talented other people from our show you know they love that love them from hearing them from our platform like there were just so many wins in that one thing and i was like wow <laughs> you know it and was such a, a night I mean, <laughs> we love and the check, <laughs> and you know, more to being in the Viacom feeder system. <laughs> so yes, um, I just think that that was a, such an amazing moment. Like, like who would have thought? Like Asante, you did that. <laughs> I just don't have and many well. moments where I feel like that. It, right, and well, like like very very well. And I just don't have very many moments, if any, where I just really feel myself like that because I really try to work in the the spirit of. Um, I want to do for others. And so because I'm so focused on others, 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 I never really focused on what I did for myself or how great I was. Like, it's just so crazy. And I do such a good job, if not better, all of the time or as much of the time as I try. Because, you know, real players make mistakes, as y'all know. But like, (laughs) I just I just try so hard. And most of the time I'm doing a great job. But most of the time I'm doing a great job, I'm not feeling as great as I am doing. So that's real. You know, just working through that in the coming year of like matching that energy of like you feel great. So be great. And then like because you feel great and you are being great, you can do better or more or like feel even more like just becoming OK with just like becoming OK with just being was one thing. But like saying, OK, you can be and things are. But are those intersecting? And sometimes they're not for me. Y'all know how I am. Like, things are going, like, really well, but I'm sitting over there being really emo, so it's like, what's the disconnect? But, like, so much has happened over the course of my life, you know what I'm saying, over the course of our lives. And when we lose, outside of losing people, because I have lost a lot of people over the past, over years, and I was just opening up to somebody about this recently, like, in a way that I've never been able to do that. And it made me not only remember all of the people that I lost, but like even like versions of myself that I lost, um, places that Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to be like just the things like wishes that I have for myself. Like I was really taking the time out to look at all of those pieces that were gone. And 
it was like, you know, some of those pieces are gone and it doesn't mean it's the end, but some of those pieces are gone and it means like, you know, you had to have those pieces to get to, you know, where you are today. And being able to look back at that and be like, damn, you know what? I am happy and so glad and thankful that I knew X, Y, and Z, or I got to experience, you know, what I got to experience with the, this person or the situation. And I try to live in that, but that don't mean it works every day. But the days that it does <laughs> work, it's a great feeling. Because right. listen, grief is an ebb and a flow. And, you know, it's it, it takes you as much time as it takes you. So Dustin, you are a much stronger person than I am because of the ways that you've been able to just continue and you've been able to empower and really carry on the legacy and the flame and the, like the strength of Frank. And I love and I appreciate Thank that you, so much Santa. because y'all brought him around me and he had been nothing but amazing to me. And he was so <laughs> cool and like just He's our so type of sweet. people. So just to know such a person and to know that that person was such a good person to a person that I'm close to, you know what I'm saying? It just means the world to me to be there for you in any way that I can. So Thank you, I just man. like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was not trying to go here. So somebody <laughs> reel me back because I don't know how to go. Friend. Yes. Whatever you ask me. Yes. <laughs> I and appreciate just, that though. Yeah, Tate, for real. To, that means a lot. And to add to that too, seeing how many lives he affected, you know, like everyone has so much to say that was just so beautiful and positive and that is inspiring too you know just energetically it's like it's a reminder of like our role here you know outside of just what jobs we do and what our status is but it's like how did you make the people around you feel and how do you feel you know like that that's yeah like those are big things to consider and to think about and i feel like that's something that we don't put on our resolutions list enough because everything's so status and individualistic with the way that you know the world is designed but i did want to ask what are some things in 2022 though that and regardless of it's like specific things that happened or maybe even just like things with your personal development as a human that you were like really proud of yourself for the year. Like you noticed a change, a growth, a shift, a difference in some capacity. Do you have any of those things that you noticed where you were like, I've, I'm so proud of myself. I was proud of my work with Bet on Black on Revolt. Oh, I was I proud of that, that work. Yes. I was. I enjoyed doing it. And I felt like after watch, of course, you know, I gave myself notes on every episode and there were so many things I felt like I could have done better. Um, but overall, I was very proud of the work that I did on that project. And I was proud mm. of the way that the people, the powers that be, felt about the work that I did on that project. So that was one situation that was affirming for me professionally. Personally, mm-hmm. um, I love my brother and my sister with all my heart. And for many, many years, you know, they're older than me. So for many years, they helped me and looked out for me and, you know, whatever. And so it felt good to be able to, you know, make them happy a couple of times this year, like on their birthdays. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's the best that was feeling, something man. that I felt good about doing, making yeah. them feel good in that way. Um, so that's it. And just as I'm as I am starting this new year, I'm just I have a renewed focus on really nurturing connections. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the best way that I can articulate it. Like it's important to me now what's going on with me and the people that I'm interacting with. You know what I mean? In a way that it was not before. And not that I didn't care, but it's just, like I said, it's moved up been on the list. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I for totally, sure. totally get that. What about you, friend? You know, I'm proud of myself in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I went through a lot <laughs> this year that was really mm-hmm. emotionally challenging. And... I, like a lot of loss, same, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm proud of myself for my emotional regulation through mm-hmm. those things and, and in a different way where it was like normally I'd be proud of myself for like pushing through. And I didn't let myself push through this year. You know, I'm very much the, I can compartmentalize in a way that I've always thought was cool, but also a little creepy. Where it's like the worst thing could be happening to me. And I'll be on camera <laughs> recording with y'all. And, you know, I'll go to my meetings and I'm able to like set aside 
those things. And sometimes it's cool because like, yeah, you got to keep going. The world don't stop because you're suffering. That's one of the hardest pills to swallow. Um, But I appreciated that this year, I think I let myself feel things more. And I was honest more, you know, with you guys where I'd be like, I can't do it or I'm having a hard time or with my friends, if I needed help, I asked for help this year, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was so important to me because I've never done that. I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. Um, There were a lot of times this year that I was having a hard time, especially moving out here Mm -hmm. and being away from everybody. And there were just a lot of shifts and changes that happened. And when I wasn't feeling good and, and, I love that I was like in kind of like we were saying, Dustin, like that feeling of community kind of was a big theme where it's like outside of just asking for help and of course always being there for whoever needs it, it's also that feeling of like reach out more. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really kind of a weird friend where like I don't call my friends. I don't know where that comes from. I always answer. <laughs> But Same. I'm not that friend that'll just like sit on my couch and be like, let me call so and so. Like, I don't do that. And I don't know where that comes from. And it's something that I've been trying to change and just randomly call my friends, text them that I'm thinking of them or that I love them or that I miss them. It, it don't have to be for any specific reason and just being. Just being more present on a regular and consistent basis is Absolutely. something I'm working on. Um, Cause I think I can be a bit of a bit distant and it's not personal. You know, a lot of times I'm just so in my head or trying to juggle a million things, you know? So I'm proud of myself for how I've, I think I have, I have looked for community more, which is ironic. Cause I, it's the year that I moved right, right. <laughs> that I started feeling closer. And maybe that's what I needed in a way where it's like, yeah. you don't realize the people around you, you. yeah mm-hmm. and how fortunate you are until you leave because we get mm-hmm. so comfortable like oh you're in harlem oh you're in brooklyn oh i'll call you i'll see you whenever but i wish that i had gone out more you know to see y'all and hang out with y'all and do all these things and go to those random bars that we would link up at you know those nights mean so much to me looking yes, back yes lord yes so a lot more community um and then business-wise i'm proud of myself for not being scary Mm-hmm. Because this year I was able to kind of stretch into spaces that I knew I was capable of, but was young at in a lot of ways, you know, with production and obviously the NPR and all these things. And it's like, like you said, watching yourself on Bed on Black. I had notes for myself, obviously, because I think mm-hmm. that's what every creative does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> Always had so many notes and kind of had to reel myself in because I can be a little bit overbearing too with my notes for myself it's like girl relax and ease up but still proud of myself at the end of the day that in a world where like it's hard to jump into different fields and spaces Mm -hmm. because sometimes you can just get so overstimulated by the thought of starting new or starting in a new lane or just learning something because we've been working in this space for so many years you know but I'm proud of myself for taking chances for failing certain projects yeah, this year yeah. that did not work out um, and being okay with that. I think that's a big one too. Like certain things did not pan out. Certain things did pan out, but didn't hit the way I thought they would. And guess what? I tried. And that's right, friend. To me, those are probably the biggest lessons. So business-wise is just giving myself grace for trying new things and personalized just being thankful for my friends and like you said just that renewed sense of like I need y'all and I love y'all and that's a beautiful thing and I have to make say that out loud more and embody what that means and feels like more because I'm not an island you know I'm not on a solo mission (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that's although we find ourselves there For different reasons, right? Sometimes we end up on that island, not because of us wanting to be separate from others, but sometimes sometimes you you need it. Your schedule, your whatever. Like, you know, sometimes we we unknowingly isolate ourselves or unintentionally isolate ourselves. And I just want to be more uh, conscious and aware of that. But what about you, Tay? What are you what are you proud of yourself for this year? Yeah. 
Well, I already told you um, the, the MTV was <laughs> the VMAs was just a huge. That was thing. perfect for you. Look, look, I also had notes for myself on that, but we'll come back mm-hmm. to that another. Of course, point. we did. Um, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Last year was one of the first years where, or well, this year, oh uh, yeah, last year it's over. Um, it was <laughs> one of the first years where I felt like financially stable and comfortable, even though I had been for a Amen. little while. It was the first year I felt like I didn't have to feel guilty about certain things. Now, I still need to get my finances back in order, which is always like a point for me every year. But mm-hmm. um, at least I'm thinking about it. Like, I feel like I was in scenarios or like my old programming or the programming that was supposed to be bestowed upon my adulthood, which never came, thank God, would have told me like, all right, well, if you don't have money, just keep spending. Like, I feel like there are old systems that I think about or that I could think of in my childhood that I saw, on, not even from my mom, but like certain other adults around me, I would be like, why are you doing that? <laughs> so because I have good sense, like, it's like, those, I don't, I'm not in those scenarios. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes you end up in those scenarios because, you know, you're dealt a bad hand. It's not, it ain't got nothing to do with sense all the time. But um, just the fact that financially I could feel some sort of like, freedom i could step out and do certain things i could help people and helping people in a way where because usually i don't help if i can't help you i don't so to be able to actually help someone and like mean it because sometimes you'll help someone and you might be like well when i'm not getting this back i've been able to help people (laughs) and i'm not thinking about it because when i give it to you i generally like if you need it and i have it you literally have it it's not like a a borrowed situation now, if you want to, you know, one day bless me back, I'm open to that. Of course, I'm not going to deny that. But to be able to genuinely help people in a way that I know means more than the world in, in certain periods of time, because when you have that financial stress on you, that feels like crazy. So to not feel that stress it's on myself so and to be able to help, uh, yeah, and to be able to help, you know, alleviate that for certain people in certain times is like a blessing. And like that right there, that's something for me to be proud of because y'all know. I would hustle in and out them restaurants. I was smelling like burgers. I was smelling like pizza, steaks, like any sort of food item you could name it. And on, honestly, and still recording at the end and of the still day. recording. And honestly, I wouldn't change any of it. I wouldn't take any of it back for the world because you know what? Working in those restaurant jobs, that was an ebb and flow that I was thinking about um, as we were talking about that earlier. Like when I think seasonally. I always think about how in the restaurant jobs, how it was like dead in you know the beginning of the year because we just came off of holidays and everybody's spending money. But then like going into summer, you're like making bank as you're going into the end of the year because everyone's out shopping again for the holiday season. You're making bank. So kind of learning how my money like goes up and down and then to have a whole year, maybe two, maybe three, you know, moving forward, maybe for the rest of my life, you know, having those months mm-hmm. and years to be able to not think about that ebb and flow because I just have it. And then to make Hallelujah. smart decisions to have more of it Thank to help you, other people. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there. When I look to look, it's one thing to look at that bank account, but it's another thing when you ain't even got to think about that bank account, which is not where I'm at now. But you, you know what I'm saying? To, that's the blessing you even, when you pay all your bills and there's not that feeling of like it's mm-hmm. everything is on auto pay. Like, auto deposit, so auto good. pay, everything is on auto. And we just literally living and moving and working and going. So I was proud of myself because I felt like this is a system. You know how you, you just don't believe you can do certain things. It's like it's like, mm-hmm. hey, if I can do this for a full year, I can do this for two, and then five, and then ten, and it's like, okay, you've leveled up. So this is actually something you can do. It's not something you just think you can do. You've done it. You can do it. You'll do it again. You'll keep doing it. So shout out to the finances. Shout out to Budget Nista. <laughs> Can't wait to have her mm-hmm. on again this year. Tiffany, however many times, love okay? You. Love <laughs> you, Tiffany. This is the friends. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. I, you know what? I also feel like it shouldn't be lost on us that, like, yes, we're able to support ourselves from this show now. You know what I mean? That we've worked tirelessly for years while working on other jobs and projects. You know, we, we me and Asante, were able to leave our full-time jobs. Amen. You know, because of this show. And so the fact that you have that feeling of security, safety, and you don't have to 
be burdened about, you know, financial worry and stuff or something. That's because of you working hard on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because of the work that we did on this show for all of these years and because of the, the beautiful audience and the beautiful relationship of trust that we build with the audience from being consistent, releasing this show yes. weekly, constantly reevaluating it, um, constantly reassessing like what segments work, what don't, what auditing we want to do, auditing yep. consistently. Mm-hmm. So that is, I think it's very important to recognize that, you know, this isn't just something that fell in our lap. This is something that we created and built out the mud, like from mm-hmm. the ground up. Literally. And so that is a different type of satisfaction, a different type of um, fulfillment. I hate to use that word again, but it, we have to. It's a different type of fulfillment that I think is is worthy of note. Yeah. This is not something, just some casual fly-by-night project that we were given and you know, it just took off and we didn't do any work. No, we thought about this. We thought it out. We named it. We figured out what we were going to talk about. We focused the conversation. We researched subjects and and brought new ideas to the table and really did the work to make this something that was legitimate and something that was um, well populated, you know. And, and, and that's with a global at. reach. I mm-hmm. mean, you saw our Spotify rap. We were shocked. <laughs> a lot of those How stats. They, um, like- um, the Netherlands. I mean, we, I think Remember? we've had our head down, you know, just so focused that sometimes you got to look up and look around and be like, whoa. So that's always why I love those stats, because we're not ruled by them. We still do mm-hmm. what we want. But it's so nice to remember, like, yo, you really do have the support of the world on this. Yeah. Something literally. we created from our imaginations, which is surreal to think about. And so it just it just it's just affirming to me. It is. It's and being able to pay it forward. I love that Mm -hmm. part. Like, I love our Black Business of the Week. That means so much to me, that segment, because we have been able to exchange that energy Mm -hmm. with our listeners Mm -hmm. where they listen to us every week, and then we're able to amplify what they're working on and, and hopefully change the trajectory of their business model. You know, just like, to me, that's like the best feeling the best high and even you know on a personal level we all pour into people around us and even Mm -hmm. strangers i'm sure y'all have seen gofundmes that you'll see sometimes and be like i gotta put something in it (laughs) or you'll see someone saying like you know i need 200 or 500 for this and sometimes i'm just like so thankful that i can even do that for a stranger and i don't know them but i'm like god thank you so much for allowing me to have to to have enough to take care of myself and take care of my world, you know, in the ways that I can. That's it's such a, a true blessing. Feeling. It really is. True blessing, different type of gratification, different type of um just takeaway, you know, when you're able to do things like that. And money is like money is literally a resource, right? It is mm-hmm. something that's been attached to status and all that other stuff. But all money is is really just the keys to make things happen. Yeah. And so when you are blessed to be rewarded for the hard work that you put in with something and be compensated handsomely for it. It's no better feeling in the world than to pay that forward, as people say, and really, you know, be the change for someone else. You know, that's important to me. It always has been. Same. Now, I'm not just going to help anybody. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be, you have to be fit for whatever the task is that's at hand, you know, because it can be, be a little dicey, you know, but, (laughs) but when people are doing the work and showing themselves as fit and prepared and willing to put their portion in, if you can connect those dots in a different way for them, then that's a great thing, you know? So I love that. Blessing. Asante, you were saying something. No, you know, I just wanted to add one more thing just because um, I was very proud of the fact that, well, a couple of things, because y'all know I always have to differentiate this was Mandy space, you know, uh, I was just proud to be part of helping Mandy open her studio because for oh, me, that's Mandy, a resource. We love you, love you Mandy. Oh, excuse me. Yes, we love you so much, Mandy, for you to open a resource for other podcasters to be able to go like not. Because honestly, some people can just build a studio and be like, all right, well, this is going to be where I go to record and go home and lock up, blah, blah, blah. But to open a space and to optimize it for other people and their projects and to really give back to the podcast community, you know, that was dope to me. And that was why it was so important for me to feel like, you know, I have to be in here and really, you know, do a good job and really try to customer service the people and set everything up and 
like it was just good to be a part of something where I wasn't really in my element as well because I've not really worked with a lot of the equipment <laughs> or uh, the software that I was working with to like learn the systems in and out. So to have learned like, you know, audio equipment systems and then to learn uh, payroll systems and stuff like that to really like learn business, like a business from the ground up and to help someone and support someone in that manner. That was super dope to me because that just opened my eyes to something maybe down the road I would be into. Not necessarily open up yeah. podcast studios, but just helping out in like that support role. Like I really enjoyed because there were a lot of different things that I was doing and everybody was really enjoying me in every role that I played uh, helping out. <laughs> with opening the studio so shout out to mandy shout out to dev uh of the uh oh i forgot uh, i forgot dev studios oh hmd studio shout out to hmd studio full court studio so yes (laughs) brooklyn has been a blessing to me even though Mm -hmm. some of you might remember how much i did not want to be in brooklyn but brooklyn has definitely been a blessing (laughs) it grew on you so so here's my last question for y'all and and join me in the woo woo for a second what do y'all when you close your eyes and you think of 2023 right Mm -hmm. how does it feel what are the feelings that are kicking up for you what are some words what are some things that you're just like i think this is what this year is gonna be about for me new i keep thinking of the lizzo video which what's the one where she's dancing by herself Uh, i don't know uh i'm ready is it that one oh i love that that song Uh, I love that to, oh, be that's good. to be I'm loved. To be loved. Yes, I'm ready oh, to be good. loved. I'm ready to be loved about the world, <laughs> not just in the sense of I need the people to love me, but I need the the universe to just wrap its arms around me, and you know, just I need to expand creatively, like really go out there and get it for myself. Now, I've supported others, which is something I've always wanted to do and love doing. So, to support myself would be the true testament to of the hard work that I've been putting in. So that's what I, I'm ready to be loved by my damn by my darn self. Because if you can't love like yourself, how? Well, I, I'm about to curse that one too. Never mind. I need. I'm ready to love myself. Yes, that's love it. Love it. What about you, Dustin? You said new. The word new, 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 new. Um, I'm mm. very open to growth personally and professionally this year. So this is a year of new experiences, expansion for me. Um, kind of mm. just really putting my roots down in different areas professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing new things in addition to really honing in and fine tuning the things that I'm currently doing and making them even better. So that is really what 2023 looks like for me. And through that, through my professional um, pursuit of growth, I will be in direct alignment with my personal growth that I want to take place and the personal growth that I don't even anticipate because, you know, years are very unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just being open to that and understanding that for what it is and, and really learning lessons and hopefully not the hard way. You know, I just really want to have a talk. Um, if only could I make a deal with God. I want to make a deal with God. I don't want to learn the hard way anymore. Right. You know, you we can done, just we done tell me. That. We good. Yeah. We good, okay. God. <laughs> just tell me. So. Um... I'm like, see, somebody's done started yelling. That's Mm -hmm. exactly how I feel. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What does this year feel like? Let me see. Let me give like a really honest answer. I kind of get that same word of new. Mm. Just a lot of new. I don't know in what directions, but I feel like there's a lot of new people that are coming into my life. Like, I went to see Zaya's uh, concert the other day and Zaya Bell. And when I walked in, I was like, whoa, look at all these black people. (laughs) It was full of black creatives. It almost felt like, where are y'all? You know, and that feeling and they all knew each other. And funny enough, they all knew me. So I was like, well, that's interesting. I, you know, you forget sometimes, but just that newness of like, wow, I think. I had to ground when I first got here this past year. You know, it's only been my first year here. <laughs> I sound like Uzi. I've just been here two days. So I had to do a lot of grounding, but I feel like now it's it's playtime, you know? And I don't think mm-hmm. I've played enough. I feel like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think I've played enough in a long time. I, I spent a long time inward remember there was like four or five years i was just extremely isolated and then i was 
kind of coming out my shell, but I feel like this year feels like play. I just mm. getting a word of newness and play and I don't know what that looks like, but I'm excited to step into that feeling because I don't think I have had enough fun and play in a long time. And obviously with the way that the past couple of years have felt, we've been so consumed with like stress and worry and the world has been like overwhelming, but I want to make room for more play, more play with my friends, more play, just more fun. Mm-hmm. And really, mm-hmm. maybe fun. Yeah, fun is probably my theme for 2023. Yes. God, God willing. <laughs> Let's fun. I wish it for you both. Yeah. Let's fun, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so fun for me, newness for Dustin, and Asante is just pouring into self. So mm-hmm. love those themes. All very. By the different, way, the song that I was thinking of was called about about darn, darn time. Oh, okay. Okay. I know yes. the song. I just, I don't think I I'm arrived. familiar with the video, but I love that. Um, I would love for those of you listening to let us know what you feel for 2023. Are y'all uh, aligning with our themes? Maybe you have some other themes. Let us know in the comments of, as always. And happy new year. <laughs> God cover us all. <laughs> We're so looking forward to a new year of content creations, conversations, and just more and more friend zone and and whatever God wants of friend zone. We're we're ready and showing up. So that's it for us this week. Do you guys have yes. any final words you want to say before we get out of here? If y'all got any opportunities or money for us, y'all know where to find us, okay? I'm just trying to tell (laughs) y'all. Stay black and protect your magic. We love you guys so much. And, of course, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks again to our friends at Target for sponsoring this week's episode. The Tabitha Brown for Target vegan food and kitchen collection drops at Target and Target.com on January 8th for a limited time only. In this collection, Tab is serving up her favorite plant-based staples from the most flavorful plant-based sausages and burgers to her vegan take on her family's famous potato salad. Taste it and you'll believe. Check out the full Tabitha Brown for Target vegan food and kitchen collection drops in Target stores and Target.com on January 8th. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.